The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get in. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. Episode number 350 on this Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving night. Uh, the 23rd day of November 2023. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Uh, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com and listen to all the great podcasts and uh, some great articles they have over there on that website, uh, such as Rising the Occasion and the Corner Booth Podcast and uh, No Credits Required. Now, I watched that one this morning. And Ryan over there runs a really good show. So it was a lot of uh, fun listening to him this morning. Make sure you guys check that out. Thank you very much for everybody for listening to our show and uh, going to our website and everything else that we got going on here and subscribing to YouTube and everything else. It's uh, one of those things. Dave, I uh, I had the privilege last night of going to a uh, a gala, a fundraiser per se, uh, here in the great city of Lethbridge, Alberta, for their selling Christmas trees. And uh, we, uh, we were having a good time. It was, it was a nice little event. Food was good drinks were flowing and uh i don't know if you're you're, uh you know anything about this event but they have these trees that are lined up in a row and they they people they auction them off and auction them off and uh, and you've been to to auctions before i'm assuming and the drinks start flowing a little bit and the the money starts going on and on and on i wasn't bidding on anything because i i have a christmas tree and i'm going to buy a christmas tree it's one of those things and this is more of a, a dick swinging event but uh once when Deanne gets talking, her hands start flying a little bit, and all of a sudden she was bidding on some trees that she didn't know she was bidding on. I was like, "You got to put your hands in your fucking pocket." <laughs> I have, yeah, that is a thing at auctions. Uh, people that aren't used to it got to learn that uh, you can't talk with your hands. Put them down. Keep yeah, them down, and otherwise you're going to be short a couple couple bills pretty quick. Yeah, because it was the Baylog guys out from Baylog au- auction there, and I I know them from the PBA thing that happened last February there, and I met him a couple times here and there at different events, and and the, the younger the the older guy he's ruthless. I can't remember his first name. He's ruthless. Like when you put your hand up, you he's yep yep. But the younger guy he goes, hey you 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 can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. So he was quite funny because he could have stung us for, and I think this tree was like a like thirty five or four thousand bucks. Like holy Jesus Christ! I was like Deanne, quit it. Like just fucking quit it. Like it was, it was, it was quite funny. If you're gonna talk with your yeah, if you're gonna, if you gotta go talk somebody, go over there and talk. Like Jesus Christ, it was a no. It was a fun event. I, they, they made a lot of money for the hospital and things, so it was, it was good. Uh, and all in all, Dave, uh, when we got off the air on Monday night, recording there, you sent me a message. You're probably out walking your dog or whatever you're doing. Uh, and then uh, the Tom Brady. Uh, people have been talking with us all week, and it's it's kind of good that now the dust has set a little bit, and we can talk kind of get our our take on what. Brady said about the the NFL being mediocre and it it wasn't really out of context because I've heard a lot of people say well it's taken out of context uh the, the competition level and we said like a number the show number four that uh, you were on the ver- for the very first time four or six whatever it was back uh in august of 2020 and we talked about the meet the NFL being well that uh, every team is eight and eight and then it goes from there 
And and Tom Brady kind of, I think he let the cat out of the bag a little bit and said that, you know what, the NFL is a little bit mediocre. Uh, what were your thoughts on uh, Tommy Boy's uh, little diatribe he had the other night? I thought the timing couldn't be more perfect for uh, what we were talking about on our show just a little bit earlier about the lack of um, quality backup quarterbacks and just the lack of quality quarterbacks in the NFL. And, and, and we talked about why we think that happens and, and that kind of thing, but it seems old TB 12 uh, agrees with us. And, and I don't think he had any solutions to it either. Um, but, he, but he's right. And we just talked about it. There's, the 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 strength of competition is severely lacking compared to how it was. Like there's there's you got some good teams, you got a shit ton of teams in the middle. You got like so twenty five percent of the league, five teams that are elite. You got twenty five team like uh, twenty teams that are shit. I'm uh, sorry, in the middle, and five teams that are absolute shit. So, you know, that's, you know, having that big middling ground. And, and with the NFL, we saw last year with this increased playoff format, that first round playoffs was, was absolute garbage. It was a boat race, every single one of them, because it was a, a shit team playing a good team. And I don't know if that's sure there's more eyes on it because it's more playoffs and it's, it's must watch TV. But these games were garbage last year, that first round of playoffs. And I was I was watching the guys at Craft Brood Sports the other night, and they were talking about this exact thing. Like I said, it's, it's been a hot-button topic for podcasts and, and, and sports radio and sports uh, sports uh, telecasts on TV. It's been a hot-button topic all week long. And I think it really opened up a can of worms like, that the NFL can't to, can't close, if that makes any sense. Because now you have a, a, a sport that you – because you have a demographic of my, mine and your age who – who watched the game for the game itself and how it was entertaining and it was, uh, it was physical and it was action packed and a lot's going on. And you have a, like even a 10, seven game with defense that was doing something, they would, they would have something going on and there was still action. Now you have a lot of games that are 38, 24 and yeah, lots of high scoring, but the game's over before it starts, you know, who's going to win. And, and that happens a lot. And I don't think it's just a football problem. I think it's a sport problem that you have, such little parody or actually too much parody that becomes a thing that people are like, I don't care because like I, I, uh, I talked about with somebody, I can't remember who was talking the other day about this. Like when you watch like the, there, there, the NFL is popular beyond belief. It is like, don't get me wrong, but I've said it before and I'll say it again. The NFL is popular because it's popular, but people aren't watching the games because with you, there was probably, there was probably a hundred million people watching football today across the United States, across Canada, whatever it might, might've been around the world. And I would gar- I would almost guarantee you that when touchdowns were scored, people were first talking about their fantasy team. Then they were talking about the line and the spread and everything else. And then they were talking about where that, that team may be in the standings. The actual game itself has taken such a secondary compared to what it used to be. People care more about fantasy their bet lines and spreads than they do all the actual games. I would put money on it when that game got done tonight between the the the, uh, the Cowboys and and Lionel Richie's Commodores. People were talking about everything else but what the score was 
and what the records were and what playoff implications we had. Because you're getting down to the nitty-gritty right now. Like, uh, it's a game, it's week 11, week 12, whatever it is right now. There's more people talking about all the, all the external stuff than the internal stuff. Yeah, well, like that Commodore uh, one-star game, what people were talking about is that fucking outfit Dolly Parton dared wear it at halftime. <laughs> you know, I get it. You look good for 77, but you're 77. Like, wear the top if you want, but put on a pair of pants, Dolly. Like that looked, I was a little embarrassed for you, but you know, you're doing well, okay. Dolly looked a little bit, she looked a little bit uh, worse for wear when she was holding on to the handrail, walking around the stage with those high heels. I mean, she, she, I mean, I love Dolly. <laughs> no one, no she's one a dislikes national Dolly. Treasure. She's no a one national dislikes treasure. Dolly. Yes. No one dislikes Dolly at all. But uh, when uh, she said it years ago, it, it, it costs a lot of money to look this, uh, to look this cheap, right? So <laughs> one of those things. And yeah, I don't know if she needed to, to go out uh, in front of uh, 50 million people today wearing that costume. But yeah, it. Uh, but NFL, to your point, you're, you're right. Ahead, sorry. Yeah, but to your point, you're right about um, uh, <laughs> what we, about the what people were talking about. The, it's just it's on and it's at thanksgiving and nobody has to well, i won't say nobody a lot of people are home and and hanging out with the family and and it's now on so you're watching it and to your point as well like i think a lot of the popularity to the nfl especially now that gambling is legal in in i don't know half the states but a lot more than just vegas and uh vegas and offshore books now People are and Tom Devito's fucking back out his Cadillac in the back alley. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a it's the fandom of the NFL has just become a fan of the NFL, not a fan of particular teams as much anymore. They still obviously those fan bases are still there, but everybody is in on the line. Everybody is playing fantasy. Everybody knows different players, and. And that keeps the game popular, even though the the fandom for the specific teams has probably waned a little bit. I would I would guess, except for in the markets, it's becoming as be, as becoming fans of team fans of a particular team. It's becoming a little bit more regional um, kind of baseball, whereas John Q. Public is more of a fan of the game, which is kind of me. Like, obviously I'm a Bronco fan and I, and I do cheer for that team and I want them to win. But outside of that, I I have an interest in just watching good games and, and how my fantasy is far between. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's different now because it's, and it, cause it's, you can watch so much from anywhere all the time now too. I, I, Dave, I honestly think I, I, I think that the NFL has become a situation where it's it's too much. And if you put enough things in front of eyeballs, that's why they get the ratings that they get because, well, it's on, so I'll watch it. I mean, we'll talk about it, so I'll watch it or I'll listen to it, whatever it is. And it, it's the, the, the product isn't that good. Like, I, I, I don't know what the, the – the stadiums are full. I get it. And it's popular beyond, beyond – I it's quasi-popular beyond belief. I don't think the games the, – I don't think the game itself – is popular. I think the brand itself is popular. Does that make like? And I because yeah, I hear you, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. But I, I do hear what you're saying. I think just, I think it, it had to be popular to become the behemoth, right? Like it started from somewhere. It was, it was popular, and and it was, it was definitely behind baseball. 15 20 years ago but there's now is there's no comparison 
you also mentioned too how the mediocrity and and the records and teams with pretty good records. I think tonight's game that's going on right now that just got to halftime with uh, Seattle and San Fran. We look at those records. Oh, this ought to be a good game. Divisional rivals and Seattle's only one game behind. This is a slaughter tonight. It's 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 a it's a it's a paper tiger record. Like, and that's kind of what I said about Detroit uh, on Monday show. And that's clearly the problem with Seattle too. They're, they only have one less win than San Fran, but they're getting they're getting taken to the woodshed tonight because there's so many middle ground teams. Like flip a coin, the Broncos are five and five, and who would have thought that after the first five games of the season? I was watching that uh, no credits required this morning on uh, a belly up show there this morning and uh, they were talking about the nfl same kind of thing that we were talking about mediocrity and uh i made i in the comments section of the show i made the statement i said there's 32 nfl nfl teams there's not 20 nfl quarterbacks there's not like there's there's really not let alone let alone 64 to have a backup there's not like there just isn't that you have you have 10 guys who are really good and a bunch of guys who just aren't and you have a and you have a lot. You have one. Th- you have a third that are really good. You have a third that are serviceable, and you have the other third. And it's bad math, obviously, but you have uh, the other third who are just there. They're just there, and shirt fillers, and that's the problem. Your marquee players, your quarterback, and the NFL doesn't have enough jersey fillers. Well, they have too many jersey fillers compared to, to stars, and and that and that's a major problem. I thought about that, how we were talking about the the lack of quarterback death and just the lack of even consistent quarterback play. The the Sam Howell, who uh, the Commodores quarterback, he's he's decent. It's only his second year. He was a fifth round pick, and uh, you know he's not playing for the best team, but he's he's being decent. He's showing steps. He's he's coming. He's progressing. Like so, he he was in the same draft class as Kenny Pickett. At this point, right now in their careers, I'd way rather have Sam Howell. Yeah, but but for whatever reason, Howell is developing. I don't understand why the NFL doesn't put more money and resources into developing quarterbacks because it's it's so hit and miss. Either you have one or you don't, and if you don't, you're fucked. So but they do they they do put a lot of, of money and resources into it. That's where all the money goes to. Like, but not it's, not the development like you know like these sam house he's fourth and fifth rounders like like just let's they should almost they should allow quarter uh nfl teams to have four quarterbacks because then at least you're there you're getting reps you're seeing how shit is done i don't know because you know, i think the, the, the they, i think play. i think it goes a lot deeper than 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 that because what happens and i think it goes to down to you sports and you sent me that uh who was the guy you sent me the podcast to the other jump yeah. joe pomp joe pomp t- talking about you sports or anything else i think it, it, i think that the nfl and and not just nfl major league baseball hockey and we're not basketball but basketball has a with with their travel teams as well i think that the, the trouble with that the that these uh pro sports leagues have now you can you could take and it's and it's like what we're seeing now i think there's a, a a definite road that goes right back to when the academy started and all the travel stuff started and everything else because all these guys that like all of a sudden what what happened with the nfl quarterbacks let's say 10 years ago let's go 10 years ago when when all this these this hoo-ha started you, you have a 13 year old son so you know what i'm talking about with that age that that age demographic you have a bunch of kids 
who or coaches sorry coaches who want their team to win to get parents to play on that team so what does what what does that coach do he takes the best athlete and he makes them the quarterback of his pop warner football team or he makes him the starting pitcher whatever team and they're really not that good but they they advance through level they advance and advance and advance because they're the best athlete ever but they're just they're athletes they haven't learned anything they they're just bigger faster stronger than than the kid who's who's uh 13 years old who hasn't hit puberty yet and that kid just advances 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 and that th- these kids who are playing sports now at, at, in every professional sport they're a direct result of that uh, of the, the the academy era of the the uh the travel era i i think that, that brady wasn't down like he wasn't wrong at all when he said these quarterbacks don't learn schemes they don't learn uh to not throw into areas and you you touched on it with with uh with Garrett from uh, uh, in, a, in a chat message we had on uh, on Twitter there, that uh, the rule changes have changed a lot too as well. So there there's so many levels of this that are that's made professional sport mediocre, as Brady put it. There's so many levels that that are 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 doing this that and it starts at like at like right at the bare minimum level, and I believe that wholeheartedly. So what you're saying is it's just like they're being coached too much. Like I don't I don't understand. Like when you're saying it starts at that 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 youth level. They aren't coached enough. They're not coached enough. Seeing and maybe I think I think it's a little bit different. I think you know that that uh sports such as you know basketball, hockey, and I don't know so much about football. And baseball, though, has become cost prohibitive because if you want your kid to succeed in baseball, you have to be on travel teams and you have to go here. Same with hockey, same with basketball. You got to go to these these AAU tournaments or whatever the fuck they're called down in the States. Yeah. You know, and then, then, then a lot of kids, it's just like, well, either like, A, I don't want to make their commitment. I don't want to do this seven days a fucking week. Or mom and dad can't simply can't afford it. And then the kid and, has that, and that's what I'm getting at, Dave. Is that now you have a, you 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 don't you aren't producing athletes. You're producing robots, and and that's what I'm getting at. Like you don't have anybody who's an uh, like an athlete. You have a, the guys who are taught the exact same thing: do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. You don't have athletes. Like and you you know and I know that uh, most parents, probably all parents, like that not many, and it's actually it's 100 percent true. Most kids, all kids who go on to, to play at the higher levels only play one sport. They play one sport and they, they, they get taught to excel to a level they got to, to at that at, at that sport. They don't get a chance to do other things and be athletic. It's do this, do this, do this. Do this, do this, do this, and you'll be successful. They don't like they they aren't athletes because like I had a, a baseball coach this this uh, last year. Talk, we were talking about this, how um, kids weren't allowed to, pl- to play other sports, and he's like, I I would rather have uh, a kid who was at level B who played hockey, and he that I can get to level A who never played, who was who was really good, but. A kid who's already at level A, this and that's all he does is play baseball. I can't get; he's not going to get any better because this is all he and he works at it twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, and that's as good as he's going to get. 
these kids play so much at one sport, they don't become athletic. Yes, they're athletes, but they don't become athletic. And you're seeing it now with today's sport. Everything is so cookie cutter. In my opinion. I agree. I, I do agree with you on that. Like, uh, you know, the, the pigeonholing and, uh, of picking a sport and sticking with it. it is, I wish, I wish my kid, he doesn't want to play any other sports. Like I try and I want him to do other things with baseball is the thing he does. And you know, that's, it's better than fucking hanging out on the streets and I get it. But um, as to these, these kids that now get recruited and what have you, when they do um, become high school seniors, the kid that's doing it all the time, like he's at a, he's so much more developed because he's as good as he's going to be as an 18 year old. Whereas uh, the other 18 year old that's been just playing summer ball um, and then playing hockey, his ceiling still the way high. you don't, you don't know where his ceiling is because he hasn't dedicated his entire waking uh, life to, to playing baseball. And that's the problem. And, and I, and I agree with you. Like, and, and I don't know, what's what the solution is for that because i can understand college recruiters when they're looking they they just they got to look at the tape that's all they got you know and, and i don't know if you can see a kid's raw talent and and what what you're missing unless you're watching him live and then visited and know that he plays hockey and knows that he plays high school basketball right you know he he's, he's a more well-rounded athlete and he's really really good at all of them but baseball is the one he likes best and and that's maybe the the uncut gem that can come to the program and be a totally different player in three, four years. And that's the problem that not the, well, that, that's another situation why you, you get me- mediocrity throughout all sports now is that, that now you have a lot of coaches who are looking to, to just have winning records. Okay, if I get this kid, this kid, this kid, it, it starts in, in high school, and then it goes on to college coaches, then it goes on to obviously on to the pros. If I can hold on long enough and not have a losing record, that's all I need to do. It's all I need to do. Like I say, it's not my fault that this kid didn't turn out. We drafted, developed, da, 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 da. we don't develop. But that's the problem is that the, the the money that these coaches don't want to lose on their end, they'll take this kid and say, well, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. That kid was pretty good. And we, we thought he'd be better. And that, and like we talk about it a lot in, in the last month or so that, I would never draft a fucking Heisman quarterback, a Heisman quarterback. Never, never. Because all, you know what they are? They're the big bully on the block. That's all they are. They're, I don't even know if they're a bully on the block. They were in the but, right but you know system at the at. right they're, time. They're, they're, yeah, like, yeah. This goes back a few years, obviously. Like like, Vince, like uh, those guys who would just run over everybody, right? Like Jameis Winston, like uh, and those kind of guys who they were just, they, they were just, Tim Tebow, so Tim Tebow's the world, who were just run over everybody, and they weren't very good, but they were they were good for that style of play. So yeah. now the NFL is drafting these guys who are good for that style of play, but they don't know how to play the other thing, and that and that starts in high school. Whereas a coach puts this kid who's the biggest athlete, the best athlete, can run the fastest, to just run over linebackers and and, and score touchdowns. So then they, they, so they win. So this kid goes here, and this kid goes there, and this, co- this kid goes there. There isn't many great. This could sound. I, I shouldn't. Uh, you, you can twist it any way you want. There isn't many great athletes that play professional sports anymore. They're one trick ponies, and and that's one hundred percent true. I agree. I disagree with that completely. 
um you have to be an athlete to be to do to be a professional athlete like it, i think an athlete doesn't look like, a, like a, a triathlete is a triathlete like it to, to you just, know a triathlete is someone who practices exercise like right but, okay well yeah okay we, we've been through that before but but to, to i don't know how i'm trying to, trying to word this david i don't want you to put my foot in my mouth but i will but if you only specialize in one thing i can do this well how well can you do other things that's what i'm getting at does that yeah, make sense i, I would yeah, I, I I do hear what you're saying and and the specialization and and all that kind of thing. I I I agree with you to an extent, but these people are ridiculously good athletes. That's what they can do. The thing they're good at one thing. Do. Yeah, but that's that's the thing you're getting paid millions of dollars for. I bet you Bryce Harper is a better fucking racquetball player than me. I bet she's a better tennis player than me. I bet well, you he's a better golfer like than me. Job either, right? So I bet you I can drink better than him. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. I hope so. <laughs> we're not having those that. Well, we, we aren't doing things right. We're talking a whole lot more. Well, yeah, who knows? He's a Mormon from Vegas, so I uh, that's a, di- a little bit yeah. of a, a, a dichotomy in and of itself. Um, I'm not going to call him athlete. I'm not going to. They're athletes. I'm not saying they're not they're athletes. athletes. I'm just saying they're not multifaceted like they were 20 years ago. Yeah, and, and you know, and that's fair. But boof, like big fucking deal, right? You're getting paid to be a pitcher. You're getting paid to be a catcher. You're getting paid to be a lineman, right? Like, what do you expect him to do? I don't. I don't know how many two sports stars there are in university like uh, there was in the time. Like Bo Jackson, right? He got drafted in baseball and NFL. Like he was the original Deion Sanders baseball and, and thing. Those guys are tremendous athletes. Do you agree with, with what Brady had to say about it being, being mediocre and, and, and what's, and why do you think, why, I think we both agree that it is mediocre. Why do you think there is such mediocrity across sports today? Is it old man getting off, get, uh, get off my land lawn. Things were better back in the day or, What's your thoughts? I, I just want to, because I, I I know what my sports, professional sports are not as entertaining as they were 20 years ago. They're not. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's a combination of things. I think, you know, we, we say there's not a lot of good quarterbacks out there. There's not a lot of good general managers out there either. Like, how can you flounder for fucking ever? Like Cleveland has, like, um, like Detroit has, you know, like, sure they're having a year now but it's they're not in the playoffs yet let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet here they haven't accomplished a fucking thing some teams the jets i don't understand how a team can go through 20 to 30 years of just being trash and and you see it in so many franchises and i get it winning begets winning when you come from a winning culture, we got to change the culture. Well, then quit hiring fucking losers. Quit hiring retired guys that have won when fucking Christ was a cowboy. Ken Holland in 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 Edmonton. I think it takes bold choices to turn a franchise around. I think uh, the the culture of a franchise does have a lot of to do with things. Like you know, you see a franchise like. San Fran that had that has such a rich history of winning in the past, and they went through some lean years, but they're they were never dog shit. Never for long, not for long. Like my my Broncos, 
this is the longest they've been dog shit since I've been a, a fan. And, and it seems that they're heading in the right direction. Once again, I'm not going to start patting too many backs here. We got to see what happens. I think that's a problem. I think it's an old boys network where people take care of people. Oh, that's Joey's kid. Yeah, he's a good guy. And then all of a sudden he works his way up the chain and he gets to spend someone else's money. And then this guy, and then he gets this one. And then you have retired players who gets jobs. There's just so many guys that want to run teams that know the right people that get to run teams. And then now let's go to the players. How dedicated are they to winning or how dedicated have they been playing this sport since they've been 12 years old because they love this sport? And then when did it become a job for them? Because when it becomes a job for you, I don't care how talented you are, you're worried about not getting hurt and you're worried about getting paid. And then when those two things are in the back of your head and, or in the front of your head, every time you show up for practice, every time you go to a game, you know, it takes a lot of grit, toughness and teamwork to win championships. And if you're just looking up for number one and that paycheck you're going to be getting at the end of the day, at the end of every game, then that can lend a lot to mediocrity too. I don't give a fuck. I got my three tackles. Um, I got my four receptions, right? You know, and even if you drop a pass every fucking third thing, like that Hollywood Brown that plays for uh, Arizona, Stanley, all the receivers for Kansas City, they're fucking trash. Like I, 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 I agree one hundred percent, Dave. Like it, it, we talk about this a lot, how the the brand of every player is. The, I, I think not every, not every. But a lot. The brand is more important than, than than the team. They don't give a fiddler's fuck. They know like they're on a they're on a nine and eight team and they know it. They we ain't winning fuck all. So I'm gonna make a highlight catch once every fucking three weeks and I I'm good to go because I'm gonna get X amount of dollars on because from my TikTok videos, right? Juju Smith Schuster, who I used to love at uh, at USC, and then he became a TikTok sensation. And like on like and and that's one of those things like the, the the brands of all of these players and it's not just football because I don't want to pick on football at all uh, but it's not like the brand of all these players because the money that's so available has become so much more important to eighty five percent of the players because the money is so big it's life changing it's life changing money and that is the problem why you have a you have the, the the sports that we have now. You don't, and then free agency caused that as well. Like teams, like it, you never would have uh, seen a, a New York or a Boston Red Sox player go sign as a free agent to the Yankees. You would never have seen a, a San Francisco Giants player sign with the Denver Broncos. Like there, there, there isn't the hatred. And now you have these kids who play each other so much in like through, through the travel ball, perfect game through the AAU blah, blah. They play each other so much that they're, they're all friends. There's no animosity on, on, on the, uh, whatever the, the uh, whether on the ice or on the court or on the football field, they just play the game. And they we're done. Yeah, we're done. They're all friends. And they all have money and they all hang out each other with each other in the off season. Like it, it's and, and hockey and hockey's like you, you watch like all those spit and chicklets guys that are on there with the uh, Joffrey Loopels and the Bizonets and everything else. They're all buddies. Like it's not like it was 20, 30, it was not like it was 30 years ago where there's a deep ingrained hate for your opponent. An and ingrained you think, hate. You don't have that anymore. And then do you think that's part of the problem? Then as they're coming up, like so they're they're obviously being coached and they're training and um and and whatever they're on ice on field whatever they 
they're going through the paces. They do it all. But in this new world of travel baseball and travel hockey, there is no definitive team to play for. You're not playing for a team like you're not ever. competing you, for anybody you have, yourself. You have mentioned that before, right? You're just you're just playing for the ice time. You're just playing for the at bats. Look like at my that, stats, right? And then and then so there is no there is no emphasis on winning. The emphasis there's no is no level on- compete for anything other than yourself. There's no reason to fucking win. Like, I, I, okay, I'm gonna get revved up here because like I re- like and you can say it too. Like when you made a team, you made a team. Your parents didn't make your way on a fucking team, right? And and now you just pay your way onto a team and you can pad your stats and you're on YouTube and you're doing this, you're doing that, and you, you, you didn't win a fucking thing. You've never won a fucking thing, ever. But I look at my stat line. Look at my launch angle. Look at my whatever. I didn't win anything. Or who did I even play with? I didn't win. A, I don't. I, you know what? And I, I didn't even care if we won or lost. And my parents didn't care if we won or lost. My parents were on the phone with whoever to start a new team next week to another team that we're going to, we're going to go go and play for to not win again. Cause why even keep fucking score? And that's what we are dealt with right now in across, across professional sports. It's these kids now that are, that, that are 22, 23, 24 years old that, that are playing now that when the, all this, this who has started 10 years ago, that's what we're dealing with now. And that's why the competition level in all across the media, across the across the professional sports landscape, like Tom Brady said, is mediocre, and that's exactly why. And nobody will ever, ever tell me different. And I, I will, I will argue till I'm blue in the face that this crap that's happening now in minor sports is the reason why Tom Brady said what he said. They don't care if they win. They don't give a fuck if they win. So what your point point is is that. Um... They're being coached up at everything except for to care if you win or lose. The, the the collective team. There is no team anymore because they're playing on so many fucking teams. And it, and it doesn't matter to them doesn't anymore matter. if they're winning tournaments, if they get a medal or whatever. But it, it matters to them more if they make the 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 all-star team of that tournament yeah. than it does if their team wins the tournament. I get my medal and I'm good. I, I got, uh, I went. Well, and now I got yeah. a resume thing. Oh, like uh, the Brick Nashville series. Uh, whatever. Second, second rated D man in the tournament. Like, whatever. It, it, it's, it is. It's just a whole resume padding and thing. That's what professional sports is. And this is the culture that, that minor sports brought into professional sports. These kids today, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. The machine of, of amateur sports building the kids to become professionals dangling that carrot of this is how you become a professional yep. athlete and then now the professional athlete train better better equipment better eating better everything better <laughs> sleep schedules but like in the in now the intangibles in the heart and wearing it on your sleeve eh, means nothing. Does, does it matter if we win like we still get paid i mean we're still going to Chuck E. cheese after this aren't we dad I'm yeah, still going to a turn. I'm still going to a tournament that that 20 years ago, 30, 40 years ago, you had to be good to get that tournament. Now, well, fuck, I'll just. Go. Well, and then also too, it's just uh, as long as mom and dad's check don't bounce, right? Now, there's yeah, there's a spot. There's a spot for you. We can we can find room for you. And and, and once again, I said it earlier. Once again, Dave, 
that if it doesn't work out for little Billy's team or little Jody's team or whoever the fuck, whatever kid you want to talk about, they'll just start a new fucking team for that kid to play for. Mm-hmm. And it happens every fucking week, every week. And those kids now are the ones we're watching 10 years from now that don't give a fuck if they win or lose. And that's why you have mediocre fucking sports. And that's exactly why. You can't tell the, and now these pro athletes, you can't tell them fuck all. You can't tell them anything. They're making too much money. Um, the thing with football, I will say, separate from hockey and basketball, I honestly don't think there's the the instructional time. Like, and I get it with all the CTE and like you know the NFL, the the owners wanted more games, and then so the players wanted less practice. The owners wanted to put Thursday games on. The players only wanted to have two preseasons now. Like there's no, it, it takes four weeks of, of the NFL before these players are even battle hardened and ready. And, and you can be fucked. Your team can be fucked because you're not playing yeah. starters. You're not doing full contact, which, you know, I do understand, but you have to only iron sharpens iron. Like you can't fucking get better watching tape and not studying the playbook. You just simply can't. And I think more than any other thing, I think the NFL is a diminished product right now because with so much turnover and then a lack of real game and practices beforehand. And I understand the players not wanting to fucking give her shit uh, in the preseason. Then don't play. Then, yeah, if you if you want to be better and if you want to do that, well, and then and then – especially because the NFL doesn't have guaranteed contracts. So if you're going full out balls out, trying to do something um, in the preseason and then you get hurt and then, so you get your salary for that year, but then the next year you're cut because it's not guaranteed. And now you're recovering on your own dime. Like the that's one, uh, the, one of the biggest things that's really hurt the NFL and it's, it's happening in hockey now too, is that, uh, having the Thursday game and then having the Europe game and then having the, this game and like, uh, and now they're having the, uh, the, the Friday night, black Friday on Amazon or whatever the fuck it is tomorrow. You, you don't get the time to, to recuperate. Like, and that's what you were alluding to. You don't get the time to, re- to recuperate and, uh, and put out your best. And so it puts on a pretty shitty product. And then you have a lot of games that, that you, you, and the, the any like the, here, well, here it is. Like, I'm, I'm a Leafs guy. The Leafs haven't played since last fucking Saturday, right? Like, it's so the mon- the money's overtaken things. Like, the Leafs haven't played since Saturday. Yes, Wednesday because of uh, or, or today because of uh, the holiday down south, but they were they were in Europe. But it's it's the, the money and the the networks and the advertising have overtaken, and it's 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 gotten so ridiculous that it's become the, the game has become secondary compared to the money. I mean, it always has been. Owners didn't just have teams because they wanted to. Maybe Jerry Jones, but the <laughs> the money hit the game has become secondary compared to um, the advertising dollars that the that the, the, the networks make and the leagues make. Yeah, like the, the game is secondary. I that, uh, if that even if that's <laughs> word. Oh yeah, it's all about getting uh, money changing hands. That's that's all it is about. Um, that Joe Pomp that podcast you and i were talking about like he puts two or three out a week and he talked about um on today's podcast he talked about the how amazon is going to be doing this game tomorrow it's an amazon game but you don't need prime to watch it 
And then if you when you're watching, but when you're watching on Amazon Prime, if you if you don't have a Prime membership, you get a certain set of ads. If you have a Prime membership, the commercials coming onto your screen are crafted to your searches on Amazon. So that's they're crazy. targeted ads. That's how far this AI and the algorithms and 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 oh, uh, no, and the gods are doing it. Like it's it's ridiculous. And and yeah, don't think Jeff Bezos knows how he's gonna fuck everybody over on this. So tomorrow is gonna be. And then what better for Amazon to have people sitting on their ass watching football in the afternoon as opposed to standing in line at Walmart and Best Buy? Bing, 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 phone in hand. See you later. You bet. I'll make it so easy for you no, to spend your it, money and buy the, the league. You don't need sports. It's not like we were picking up football a little bit here, but yeah, it's it's because it's, Brady, but Brady's the one who brought it up, right? And I, I think he opened up a fucking uh, a can of worms at the the end of like I said, the opening there that the NFL can't close because people are getting wise to it. People aren't watching, like people like like our demographic aren't watching as much. I shouldn't say not watching because you still the diehards. But people are not watching as much. And that's fact. That is absolutely fact. That's actually not true. If you look at the the people that the numbers, NFL is the fucking king by a ton. It's ridiculous. Like when you when you see that list that comes out in January of the hundred hundred most hundred most watched programs of the year. Like 19 of the top 25 are NFL games. It's that much. Like it's it, they kill in the ratings. They kill. But but that's skewed because most people don't have cable who are who are under 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 our age. So those those numbers don't get don't get uh, don't get caught right. Like it's more eyeballs are on NFL games than anything else. Don't kid yourself. I don't know. I I I, I don't know. Uh, we'll look. We'll look it up when we go to break. But yeah, like, it's, I, it, I don't know. It's you could be right, but I, I just think that it's, uh, it's gotten to a point where it's, it's popular because it's popular beyond belief. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying there isn't diehards. I'm saying that people are a lot more people are watching for more than just watching the fucking game. I guarantee you, more people watched every game today. Like, just one game drew more um, eyeballs in. Uh, the entire World Series. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, no, I totally agree with you there. But people are watching football because it's popular and because of the betting lines of fantasy teams. They don't give a fuck who wins. And it's on, right? Everybody's comfortable. It can be in the background, right? It's because it's on. Yeah. No one cares who wins or loses. Nobody. You know, and, and, and football is that thing, right? You don't have to pay attention all the time, right? You, you kind of, you're listening to it. And if you hear something happen, you you, you go to the, the TV room and they're going to show the replay four fucking times. For an hour and a half. To look, look for an hour and a half. And then you have to listen to Tony Romo talk about himself and how great the Cowboys are for fucking 20 minutes. It, uh, yeah, I like it. I don't love it. it, it it's just, uh, it's a diminished product, and that's that's where we first got into this conversation. It's a diminished product, and I think all professional sports are a diminished product compared to what it used to be in our age. And, and that's not just uh, Brent, old man, get off my lawn. It's it's a diminished product. It's not as good as it used to be. It's not. I, 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 I'm not disagreeing, but I'm not wholeheartedly agreeing. 
Um, the like like we say, like the athletes are better. Um, but I think the give a shit meter is so low on so many of these players too. And the mediocrity of the way franchises are run does a disservice to the game more than the, even the give a shit. But that's meter because of the money that they get, it doesn't matter. Right. It don't matter. Yeah. And it that's why, matter. and we, we talk about it all the time. And that's why I'm surprised that they, they keep paying these quarterbacks what they do. Cause it doesn't, it, it you're not winning. You know, we talked about it at the beginning of the season, like when Justin Hebert or whoever, or Herbert, sorry, when he uh, wanted this much money, and this guy wanted this much money. Excuse me, are you uh, are you Patrick Mahomes? Then get the fuck out. You yeah. know, are are you this guy? No. And uh, like, like Dan, Danny Dimes getting how, how how many millions of dollars, and it's just forty like, million for four years, and you're, uh, and you're terrible. Like, you're awful. He OJ's white Broncos. Here is their opening day quarterback. Took him four fucking weeks to find the bench. Well, and get hurt and just suck. Took it that long? Jesus Christ. Well, well, because I, I drafted Aaron Rodgers as my backup. OJ got off to a tough, tough fucking tough start. start this year. How's the team? Do we haven't talked about this very, very much? Uh, brutal. We're, I'm going to miss the playoffs. I lost a close one on the weekend. I needed to kind of run the table to make the playoffs. So um, I'm in sell mode. Um, but it's just... It's. I'm, I'm not hosting. I'm not hosting. There's a. Uh, there, there's a, a front runner for uh, Monday night's fuck that team already. Eh? The Detroit Lions. Fuckers. They tricked me. They tricked. Me. <laughs> I, I. Well. I, like I say, I did call it on Monday. Don't. Don't go. Uh, start buying rings for that team yet. Well, um, no, I wouldn't. No. Still. Well, you I, know, in the game, the game we're watching right now has a has a chance they're not on the list yet detroit and uh seattle neither one are on the list so we're gonna get it down to nothing by the time it's all said and done the team that wins it probably is already on our fuck that team list but anyways the 1420 sports bar podcast for four beer sports talking a whole lot more tonight's show is brought to you by seatgeek.com and the seatgeek app use promo code 1420 pod at seatgeek.com today are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, uh... Sometimes GMs get things right. Sometimes GMs get things wrong. Sometimes coaches get fired, and sometimes coaches uh, stick around forever. Uh, there, there's times where where coaches uh, retire on their own volition. This uh, happened, I think, once or twice in in our lifetime uh, in the sport of hockey. I think Scotty Bowman, he when he won a Stanley Cup with the uh, Detroit Red Wings in 1997, I think it was, when he said he told Chelios, and I, I'm out, I'm done. And they kind of told him to fuck off. No, they they thought he was lying. Um, I would love just once for a coach to get fired who was already in the twilight of his career, had money beyond, uh, beyond belief and didn't need another NHL job after he got fired mid season, like Jay Woodcroft did new Oilers did, uh, new Oilers about a week and a half ago. Now, uh, I would love to have, if Woodcroft was in a position a week after he got fired to say, 
<laughs> I told you it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, that would be just wonderful for I don't think it's ever happened because I would I would think I would remember for if a a manager or a coach would be just giving everybody the fuck you, fuck you out the door. You're kind of cool. Fuck you, fuck you. I because that's Jay Woodcroft, he can't because he's he still so he, he's so young. But you I know Bruce already, and that's it. Bruce Boudreaux getting fired in Vancouver, he should have fucking taken a flamethrower to that place because he got treated that they did him dirty. Mind yeah. you, he he lost the team, the team wasn't playing behind him, so he kind of deserved to get fired. Like, who cares if you like him? The team sucked. The team was sucking, and then clearly they made their, the right choice by hiring Tockett as it stands right now. You know, the bloom falls off every rose sooner or later. Jay Woodcroft wasn't didn't have a fucking goalie mask on, and he's still not wearing a goalie mask for another team. And and I don't understand. Well, of course I understand because you can't fire twenty players, and you have to pay, pay these goalies, and there's not. A goalie laying around in the market that's gonna just come in and save the Oilers season. Yeah, I, I just find it crazy that uh, it's obviously not in Edmonton we're talking about, but it's across all sports. When a guy gets shit canned, it's it's rarely the coach's fault. It re- it rarely is. I mean, Matt Canada finally got the hammer. Uh, in Pittsburgh, we'll see how they do this coming weekend, and everything else, and see how that that turns out. And I I kind of hope. I mean, not not for Matt Canada. I don't. I, don't, I could care less about Matt Canada or or the Pittsburgh Steelers for, for, for the big, big picture. But I kind of hope that the Steelers actually play, offense plays like shit again, anyways. And they, they have to put more onus on the players to say Matt Canada can go to, to he can sleep well at night and under his millions of dollars underneath his pillow and say, you know what, it wasn't me. He's just a shitty quarterback. Like I, I wish, I wish coaches would come out and say that. And like you, you wonder what these guys. This is kind of. I just thought of this right now. You wonder what these guys' uh, spending habits are. That coach in National Hockey League, National Football League, Major League Baseball, where once you, uh, once you're at the top of the charts there, where you need a job afterwards. Once you've made that that amount of money, maybe if their 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 spending habits weren't so fucking bad, they come out and and voice their displeasure and say, "Listen, that guy was shitty." This is not me. Like that quarterback was shitty. That pitcher was shitty. That goalie was shitty. Because these guys are making pretty good dough. Like they're making pretty good dough that you and I could only dream of. Right? Like if you the coaches, like, yeah. The coaches are like not the players, but the coaches are still making pretty good dough. And they can go and find a, a sub-level job. Like in baseball, they could go, go coach at, a, at some junior college or wherever. A hockey, a hockey guy, if he got shit canned, he'd go coach junior hockey in fucking Okotoks, Alberta, and make a pretty good chunk of Or change. just run hockey camps. Or run hockey camps, because that's what everybody fucking does anyway, to so screw parents over. Like, yeah. there, there's there's ways to make dough that that, that that three million bucks a year you were making should be enough over your lifespan. Like, I don't, I don't know what, what, <laughs> what, 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 what Woodcroft was making, but he has enough of a pedigree now where he could come up and say, no, it wasn't me. And look what's happening this last week. It wasn't me. He, these guys are a bunch of fucking cocksuckers. They sucked. And it's not my fault. And let's get off the Woodcroft thing. But like, there's gotta be like, 
like like if Matt Canada, if like the, if the Steelers, I don't know who they're playing this weekend. If the Steelers come up and and score fucking ten points in spite of Kenny Pickett, they could say, like, look, look, it wasn't me. I I, I would love it. Well, specifically in the the NFL, the fact that the OC is gone doesn't mean like you're cha- you're changing the entire playbook. You can't change the entire pl- playbook. It takes a fucking year to figure out one playbook. So they still have his playbook, and they're gonna just pick and choose and try and do something different a little bit here and there. You can't change everything because yeah how do you how do you retrain everybody on blocking uh blocking schemes how do you retrain everybody on on the the language like this is what we're rolling with we're going to just try and pick the good pieces out of it um as far as uh the nhl coaches go a i don't think they touch i think nhl coaches are cheap bitches i think they're really cheap because they don't touch their fucking wallet Ever right, so they and should have more money in their t- pocket. You bet, because they they should be they should be okay. I don't think they need the money, right? They they're they're obviously taking care of themselves. They they got a nice house. They got this. They got that. But once like from from July to to June until you're out of the playoffs, you're eating every meal at the rink on the team's dime. Like everything you do is on the team's dime. You're never like, what else are you, what do you spend money on? Like it, the, the job is a 360 day, uh, 360 uh, day a year job. You get Christmas off, you get a fucking couple long weekends off in the summer, but otherwise you're working, you're working. So the sacrifices these guys make, unless you want another job to be away from your family and not see your kids anymore, then yeah, why not? Tell the tell bring the flamethrowers. Tell people to fuck off. I think you would get you would get a lot more respect of, of maybe from other general managers too. Like, well, okay, well, let's hold people accountable. Like, because I I think that I just thought of this. I think that if a coach who got fired, he probably it's not like Billy Billy Martin fucking George Steinberg get hired five times. So that, that that never happens anymore. Obviously, and for good reason. But if a let, let's say if like his Tortorella has been hired a number of times and he's never went out on a no one ever not, not on a bad note, but go out and say what you think. Like why not? You because you you might get an owner's respect more. He's saying okay, he's calling out his ex employer or his ex players. You might get more respect from your next employer by saying you know what that's what these little pricks need is someone calling these guys out. Me no chance. Know, no chance because what happens when we have to fire him? Because every coach is hired to get fired. No one steps away. You're going to get fired. And when he fires, are we going to have this loose, loose cannon airing our franchise's dirty laundry when he leaves? There's no way you're, 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 you're signing. You're, you're never going to get another um, job in the league. Um, what's his nuts? Ted Nolan from Buffalo. Yeah, that's... he had what he had two decent years in Buffalo, and then, and then he bad mouthed the GA. He tried to submarine the GM, and he hasn't had a fucking sniff. And that's like 1997, 98 kind of deal, man. Like that's he has been in the league for a long time. You bet. Like I like that guy's been blackballed. Like so, he obviously did something wrong. And and then why hasn't he 
chirp now. Yeah. I heard um, uh, when I when I looked into it and, and one day on the interweb a couple years ago, I like, why doesn't this fucker had a job? And it was because he got in a, in a pissing match with the GM and he, and he submarined him. He, he tried to, I don't know. I can't remember exactly, but it was, he got in a fight with the GM and he did something um, unscrupulous and he's been blackballed. Uh, and it's just, it's so bizarre to me because we like everybody, not everybody, but a good percentage of us sees like if you're a sports fan, you watch the, the Broncos or the Oilers, or the Leafs or the Yankees or it might be. And we all can see the problems, right. Of your, of, of whatever team it might be that you cheer for. And sometimes things just don't work out. And it happens like with the Oilers. I think there's a lot, uh, there's gotta be something more. And it's not just goaltending in Edmonton land because that for to have those two guys not scoring goals, there's something else going on there. Like there's something else there that's it's because last year they outscored those two goalies. Like they outscored those two goalies last year. And this year, this year they're, they're not. I, I, let's just talk about a second. I personally watching Oiler games for the last uh, few nights here uh, when they've been on, I personally, I wouldn't think twice. And it, I, I would fucking, I would bring a fucking limousine to his front door. I wouldn't think twice about getting rid of that fucking pouty little prick fucking Leon Dreisaitl. I would say, you know what? Go. You get your lip off the fucking ice. Fuck off and stay fucked off. And that's how I feel about him right now. Because even his, the way he reacts to the, the media in Edmonton, yes, they do ask, the media ask dumb questions 100%. But the way he he answers questions, I we, I find him I find him humorous, but you know what? It's actually your fault. Like this is actually your fault, um, Leon Dreisaitl. I'd say you know what? Get the fuck out of here, and I would find a deal for him right now and get a goalie and get something done because right now this team isn't winning this year, and they're not winning next year. We know they're not winning this year. I would trade Dreisaitl in a heartbeat. Seal it. Go. Get the fuck out of here. Ken Holland doesn't have the balls, and I don't think Daryl Katz gives him the op- the opportunity to do it. No, Katz has two shiny young toys, and he's going to keep them. I think that that franchise is it's the owner's fault. It's the owner's fault, and he and he puts uh, McDavid and fucking Drysaddle on his pedestal, and they're both all world talents. Like don't like it's clear. Like anyone that suggests otherwise is lying, but. Cats don't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. All he wants is fucking shiny toys. And he wants all and he wants uh Oilers alumni to, to hang around and tell him that he's no, he's I, so good. Like no, he, it's I, it, this problem is the owner. More than anything, he's Jerry Jones or the NFL uh, NHL. Yeah, I, I no, I I'm down on dry settle big time, and, and then the body language says a lot. Like I didn't mean to speak on other things tonight, but uh, just guys, it's it's great uh, conversation. But even uh, McDavid's body language on the ice and the uh, scowl on his face, you have five goals, man. You have five goals. Hundred and fifty points last year. You have five or six goals, whatever it is. You have six. Let's say it's six. You don't have ten. Like you are being outscored by Connor Bedard right now on a bad hockey team. Mm-hmm. Bedard has ten goals for the Chicago Blackhawks with five wins. 
Connor McDavid at twelve and a half million bucks has six goals on a five-win hockey team. Who who's at fault here? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't like. Thank God I don't I don't give them any time, any of my emotion. I don't I don't watch the games. I could I, like. I could give a I could give a fuck. I know what's wrong with that team. And I and I have no sympathy for that team, um, you know, you know, and, and you know we talked about it. Connor has his fucking ex agent as this the the CEO. He has his ex junior coach as the coach now. He I has feel bad that, that, that Connor Brown, whatever. He's uh, a buddy of Connor. Chris, like who's running this fucking team? Yeah, Chris Albach's the coach, and Connor Brown's the the player they played with. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, I feel bad for that coach because I, I I saw the look on his face last night when the the fourth goal went in the, in the first period there and he's like geez if only I could go back to the Hartford Wolfpack of the AHL that was looking at his face like why did I take this fucking job yeah I, I wish we had old Habby from from Wolf, Wolverhampton here right now oh <laughs> this, this fucking shit. Like no, and and I, think I I was listening to something earlier on today. I can't remember what it was, but they were talking about every so well. You, yeah, the Oilers. You know, it's not uh, it's not uh, it's not Skinner's fault. Well, it is. It's uh, it's the Oilers' fault too. But if Skinner was a uh, a left winger named Billy Winters, if Skinner was Billy Winters, a left winger for the fucking Edmonton Oilers, and had no points was a minus seven and uh struggling along you know what they would do send them to the minors mm-hmm. so why so they made this situation it's so fuck it's so fucked up it's so fucked up that this team is flailing the way they are and i actually 100 blame the oiler the owner sorry but i i, I the, the mcdavid thing just stinks through and through to me it it really does. What? It's I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. I mean, very right with this stuff, but you no, know, the, the 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 two top dogs are running the asylum, and it, it ain't going well. It is. It's and not. I've said it on this podcast a hundred fucking times. Eight years ago, ten years ago, you need a fucking you need D and you need a goalie, and they haven't addressed these issues. And they, they, they fucking the order fan drinks some Kool Aid. Like, get fucked. Like, it, it, it's it's like expecting to win a fucking Super Bowl with Daniel Jones every fucking year. But they're not afraid of to, to spend money, right? Like, Christ, he's the best one we have. That's why we got to play Darnell Nurse eight million bucks. No, just because you fucking grew the tree doesn't mean you have to eat the fruit. Fuck. <laughs> God damn, it's I I I, I kind of get off on on pissing on that tree a little bit. Like it's just no, it's fuck off. Like I saw these problems and Ken Holland can fuck off, Connor McDavid's honorage can fuck off, Paul Coffey can fuck off, Kevin Lowe's probably collecting a paycheck someplace. He can fuck off. Yeah, he's part of the entertainment group there in the orders. whatever. Just fucking still has the, uh... his mouth on that teat. Dry sidle, yeah, he's like fuck off. Yeah, he's part of the fuck right off and stay fucked off team right now for me. Well, he's German. He don't give a fuck. Like, just I'm out of here. It's time to dance. 
<laughs> I don't know what term we have terminus to do with that, but whatever. It's from you know, don't you remember that uh, Saturday Night Live sketch with Mike Myers, Rockets? Kind There's of. There's no time to dance. Kind no, I thought. Yeah. Anyways, that's where I get that from. Yeah, it's uh, I, I. You just want it's just I. I don't. I've never understood. We'll get off this in half a second here. I've never understood how because only one team can win a year. And the NFL, one team won for a lot of years. Now it's now it's two team or one team winning for looks like it might be a lot of years again. But who knows how long the uh, the Chiefs' little legacy is going to last? And anything else? And, but like, you, I've always wondered how somebody gets into an owner's ear and says, "I'm your guy. I'm going to spend your." 300 million bucks a year or 200 million bucks a year or 80 million bucks a year depending on the league and then never del- deliver i've always like i don't know how that interview would go like i've i've always wondered that dave like how you like the owner has his ceo and cao and whatever but at the end of the day the owner and a, the general manager or president have to have a conversation how do you convince a guy to spend 200 million bucks to not win to, to give a guy i don't know what a gm open makes. checkbook yeah Here. Like you said, to Just pay go. a guy to pay a guy five million dollars to spend my money my billionaire money like i'm paying you because yeah, the gms aren't to- making chump change no 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 that's that's a lucrative position especially the higher ones right and then like you well, we tried. Well, we tried, you know, and then you know, all with the injuries and like our rich people, like rich people can't be dumb because they're they, they they obviously have made whatever whatever, but they got to be fucking stupid. Well, because the amount of money that gets spent every year, and this all of a sudden became a, a a money show tonight, but it's like fuck me. Like, how do you convince somebody? Like, I I can't walk into rich guy's office and say, you know what? Here's what's wrong with your team. I'll make it better. I promise you. But you have to you have to give me two million bucks a year. I'll fix it. And then when it doesn't work, you know what? I see two more years. All right. <laughs> like, think about it. It's a good gig. Like Cashman with the Yankees. Like how much won, is he making? Has one World Series win in twenty three years. One, and, and he the gets. They they won in 09. They bought that one through and through. The and he gets he gets to spend more money than any GM in anybody. Any Four billion dollars. He spent. and it's not and it's not one thin dime of his, and he's not no. reaching into his wallet. Like how do you convince an owner to do that? I don't know. I do not know, but it seems like a pretty good fucking gig because even if you're wrong, you're still getting paid, right? The well, you know, it's, that guy got hurt. And, you know, it, we, we we struck out on, on that free agent signing. He did, you know, he only uh, he only scored nine goals this year compared to the thirty the metrics said he was going to get. And because you can get your own analytics guys, because then because then you hire your own analytics guys to twist your numbers to what you're trying to do to tell the owner how smart you are. It's right. fucked up. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm going to, yeah, not only am I going to spend your money, I'm going to spend some of your money on hiring all my buddies. To tell tell people how smart I am. How wicked and how things are, 
just give it time. Just give it time. We see what and then when we go on a hot streak, we're going to tell you how, how wicked we are and how smart. And see, we needed this change. And I'm like, well, it can't be roses all the time. You know, well, winning streaks, it's a cyclical thing. Like, it's like a GM is just like, like Brian Burke. How the fuck does that guy have a job? How the fuck does that guy keep getting jobs? He fell into his ass in Anaheim because Bronger wanted out of Edmonton. And that's how he got his ring. And then he fucked up Toronto. And now he just, he's just a cancer. He fucked up Calgary. He's now, he fucked up. He got fired in Philly. Was that where he got fired? He's from been everywhere. Time? But yeah, like it's, it's like we, we've talked about in the past there when uh, this is, this goes back a, lo- a lot of years there when Glenn Sather, when he was talking, telling everybody how smart he was. If I had the Rangers, the Rangers money, I'd win like up every year. He went to Rangers and they haven't done a fucking thing since. Now he's, he's 80, whatever years old. So he's retired. Like he's a, president in charge of pretzels or whatever whatever it yeah is now, and but. chris jury's doing it seems to do be doing they a got a good team there yeah. yeah they got a good team yeah you just wonder how this all turns out and you just go yeah here here you go it, it makes me wonder what the time so maybe like jerry jones on something i own the place i'm gonna run the place so you know what it's on me Anything that happens, it's on me. Like, I'm not well, saying it's an ideal situation because it hasn't done anything for them either, but maybe Jerry Jones is actually how it should be. You sh- if, if you're going to, if you're going to, and that should be maybe a league mandate for every league. If you're going to own a team, you have to know what's going on and you have to run it. You can't just buy a team because you're rich. You have to actually have a clue what's going on. That might not be a bad idea. That'd be ridiculous. Why? Right. Just, just, just because you know you're an oil billionaire doesn't make you a, a an evaluator, an evaluator of talent. It might on, get away from assholes level. buying teams. Oh no! Only assholes are going to buy teams. It's all assholes. I don't know if it's all assholes, but a lot of them are assholes. But it might get away. I'll buy a team, and I'm the guy, and everything else. And but if you if you actually have to run it. Like that may oh <laughs> that's ridiculous. Huh. That's the, the I, I I see where you're going and it, and it brings a smile to my face, but that's fucking ridiculous. Well, it's never gonna right? happen, obviously, but yeah. But like I, I just I just find it I, I I've always found that odd how you you uh you tell somebody I, I'm I'm gonna make your team a a, a a a a championship team for years to come, and then most of them never deliver. Yeah, you know what? I think the thing is, you got to find a GM that cares. You got to find a GM that cares. I don't think fucking Holland cares in Edmonton. He's just another uh, well, last doctor. Contract there in Edmonton right now, yeah. So he's, he's done, yeah, he's but done well, you know, I don't know how long he's been there, but he's done sweet fuck all. Five right? years now, four years now. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the big fucking deal. He hasn't. They're not better. They're not better. They don't have a better chance to win the cup now than they did. 10 fucking years ago. And it makes me wonder what uh, old uh, Stevie Y in Detroit, like it's time to fuck or walk for him. No, I pumped his tires for the job. They're better this year. They're better this year. But But. Stevie Y built that, that Tampa Bay dynasty. But he also had, uh, he walked in when Stamkos was there. Like Stamkos was already there. Right. 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 He had some pieces. so. So now Eisman's walking into the situation in Detroit. That uh, uh, making the playoffs 19 years in a row that Holland did 
now you have a, a he had a mediocre team to try to rebuild because mediocre mediocrity builds mediocrity and that's what Detroit was for a lot of years since the 90s really since they, they won their last time the cup and so and so just making the playoffs is actually we've talked about this before that making the playoffs every year isn't a good thing it's not because right. if you get a if you, if you get a a mid-round draft pick for 10 15 years you get you might as well get a, a third rounder because after the top five six guys it's just a fucking whatever what we hope it's just hope right and you, and you can only fall into the, the nick lidstrom's and the pavel datsuks and the uh who's the other guy there in detroit zetterberg lidstrom zetterberg where they drafted late and they just fell into yeah. those ones that, that doesn't happen very often so, and the unlimited salary cap to, yeah, that to people put were, were calling and robot calling and Detroit to fucking say yeah. we want to come there and have a chance to win a cup. Yeah. Um and, and the, you, like you say, then the mediocrity, the Minnesota, right? That's they're fighting for the seventh, eighth playoffs every fucking year. What have they won? Two rounds? They've never made a run. They've never made a run. Yeah. Like I could, I, I other than Mark Andre Fleury, and I think uh, there's is it Zuccarello. I yeah, couldn't name two. Other, I is couldn't name two other guys played yeah. Minnesota Wild. They have a Russian that was a good goal scorer last year, and that's right. But other than that, it's 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 uh, that's it. It's, it's and they're crazy. paying two guys uh, five million dollars a year to play for other teams, like that Suter and Parise. I think Suter finally retired. He's still getting paid a little bit, but yeah, it's fucking. I could be wrong on that, but yeah. It's absolutely fucking insane. It's so Weird. insane. And how, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd love to be a GM, just or, or, or the fly in the wall to be a GM in an owner conversation, and and just go, like, what the fuck? Okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give that guy ten million bucks. Why? Well, I think he's gonna be good. And then you, as an owner, like, when do you say do you they do some research? Well, like, like, who like, works for, like who works for the owner that doesn't work for the GM? He must have like a, a Ricky to or say no. I yeah. I know I don't know anything about the sport of hockey or baseball or football or whatever it might be, but Skippy the Wonder Mutt over here, he's saying we're, we're not we're not signing this guy. There has to be. You got to think. Like when do you call the boss? What does the boss say? Like like when? Oh no, you can do your job. Just call me if it's anything important. Well, where's the important line? Like trading a, a third round draft pick or trading dry side? Is that important? Like, I don't know what's important. I trade dry settle right now. Like the first phone call I get. Yeah, good. But done. What what they're doing right now ain't fucking working. And you're gonna get first round. You're gonna get probably yep. two two first rounders. You'll be, a, and- you'll, be, you'll be a better you'll be a better team than McDavid's last year if you trade dry settle right now. Two first rounders and two prospects, or or like or Eric and a contributor, like something. And you know what? Something. And and the goaltender. That's that would help. That would fucking. It, it can't help. hurt. Set, like, how's this? Jo- like Josh Gibson has to be tired of losing in Anaheim, doesn't he? Yeah. But is he good anymore? I don't know. He's good. And it's how, it, sorry. Go ahead. He's better than anything they got. What gives me a charge too is Cam Talbot fucking having a year in la and la rolling too yeah right and and oilers told him to get fucking bent five years ago give me a goalie who can play two first no three first a defenseman yeah she's a six for one deal 
He's yours. I, gu- I guarantee you the rest of the team is like, oh, fuck. They traded him. I guess I can be traded too. And I would never, ever give anyone, Mich- ever, ever, if I was a GM, a no-movement clause. Fuck off. At never. minimum, at minimum, submit your list before uh, first game. Ten teams. I'll give That's you no good. movement between Christmas and New Year's. That's it. Other than that, you're ready to go. <laughs> you know, those Barnburner boys were talking with that Frank Severelli, uh, and he's really good as well. And he was saying, like, there should be two trade, de- trade deadline days. Um, like, one at, like, uh, December 1. The trades have to be done before December 1, and then you have a break until January 10th. Like, give them, and, and then after home that. Home for the holidays, and, whatever. And then home for the holidays, because then that would, that would that would encourage teams to make these trades before the holidays and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It would, it, like, because like, nothing gets player movement and trades going like a deadline. And then do the other one, and then only give them like a six, uh, like a five-week window on the back end. So uh, they can move these, because like, uh, fuck, just listening to those those like this guy wants to trade and this guy's and he's going to move them. And now because I get it, they need something to talk about, but now they got to talk about what possibly can you get for this guy and this guy. And he gets fucking tired. He gets tired. Dry said you'll get a fucking haul. I turn tomorrow. Why not? Like, honestly, why the fuck not? You're not, you're not winning this year. You're not three and 15. Is that what they are? You're not winning this year. And now you are in a situation where you're going to lose dry settle next year because he has a he's up for a contract and he's going to mm-hmm. want a lot of money. I trade him. I trade him like I would trade him tomorrow morning. Why not? But I'd imagine he has a no move, and he's Connor's best friend. Trade him too. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. Well, fuck yeah. it. Go. Go. Yeah. You two are actually the reason why we're in this spot right now. You two here. You can point at the goalie all you want. You last year you guys outscored outscored our problems. This year you're not. And that's yes, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't their fault last year, but I hear what you're saying. They scored that's, more points last year. McDavid had 50 points at this point last last season. This year's oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not defending that whole team fucking sucks ass. Yeah. It's it's kind of funny. Anyways, Dave, uh, let's uh, get into uh, one of my favorites, uh, you know, through not just on the podcast thing, but uh, I love hearing the uh, weekly Would You Rathers. So tonight's Would You Rather, it's it's not one, it's like eight. Oh, I it's, uh, it's, it's our, it's our in, in homage to our American friends, we're doing a Would You Rather Thanksgiving edition. So I like I like Thanksgiving. I like eating. I like food. I like uh, the, the American Thanksgiving. I think it's uh, the a much uh, superior edition of Thanksgiving compared to what we have up in Canada. Not much superior. <laughs> it's different. It's but different. I, I I quite enjoy American Thanksgiving. The it, yeah, it's it's. Uh, have you heard about the turkey dump? You know what the turkey dump is? I know what a turkey dump is. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck to all our listeners who who are being involved in turkey dumps. I don't know how many of you are out there. I wish you the best, and then you know, fuck it. You're at home. Get drunk with your buddies and 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 find a replacement. Yeah, and uh, put on your Dakar Noir and go out to a different bar tonight and find a new girl <laughs> for turkey, turkey dump. To so get Christmas turkey dumped. 
Yeah, because there's also the freshman 15 has a part to do with that too, maybe too, when you see the, her come, coming home from college. Nonetheless, nonetheless, so let's go. I'm going to just go and kind of go down the, the list here. What would you rather, Brent, Thanksgiving dinner, host or guest? Oh, fuck. I, I like being the guest because you can always leave. But sometimes you sometimes you go go for a bite to eat somewhere and it's not very good. And I I'm not a picky eater, but I'm I I'm a little and not in particular. I just know what I like, right? And I don't want to be having to stop a Taco Bell on the way home because I'm still hungry. <laughs> Take some more. There's plenty. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Because oh, yeah. when, when you host, you, you cook a lot and you have leftovers when it's all said and done. And I'd rather host. I, I think I'd rather fucking clean up. But then you know what? You can always leave. You can't leave your own house. I'd rather be a guest. You'd rather, I'd be, rather be a guest. guest. Okay. Yeah. Football on T football on TV all day? Or is it do you do you mix in some outdoor activities? Would you rather watch sit on the couch and watch football all day and fill your face? Or would you rather mix it up and get outside for a little bit? Here's the thing, Dave, is that uh usually when you go for a uh, family dinner, uh that you're sitting around with a lot of people and you might get uh the odd person who doesn't know really know what's going on on the television, uh whether it's a a female, male or someone who doesn't watch sports whatsoever. Um I think I would I would I and I have been known to do this. I would have to go for a walk or something uh, to, to get rid of the monotony of the day. Because when I want to watch a sporting event, I don't need to be um, the color guy in the dressing room explaining, or in the, in the living room explaining what's going on throughout the day. I would much rather, uh, I probably would have to go for a walk and have some outdoor activities rather than one to strangle somebody by the second or third football game of the day asking me about what pa a defensive pass interference actually means. For sure, and it's not even necessarily someone looking for clarification on the day. It's someone that has an opinion. I would have done this. I would have done this. I would have done that. Like just hearing that fucking noise on the background. Yeah. No, yeah. no. So you you got to get away. There was a place in Vernon, BC. I remember. I think you mean you went there with the time you came out and visited me when I lived out there. The Cal Hotel in in uh, Vernon uh, for for Christmas Day. They would actually open from noon till three when all the shit was going on. You know, like the family yeah. stuff. You know, like you know what I mean. So, so, so the guys yeah. would go to the bar, and it was the owner and his mom would be the bartenders and the servers. And the Jerry O and Mama O, they were up there in age at the time, but they they knew what their customers wanted. They wanted like that. These boys, if they if they don't leave the house, <laughs> the they're going to divorce. So they they better get away from the, the families and friends for just a few hours. Hundred percent. Okay, let's get into some food. Russell, would you rather? See on your plate, Brussels sprouts or cauliflower? I don't mind a cauliflower. Uh, a Brussels sprout, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, the little cabbages, I'm not a big fan of. But with the uh, the cauliflower, you put a little bit of cheese on top of that. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Even with gravy, like a, some turkey gravy on top of that, I think that's a delectable little. Uh, <laughs> but they, it's it's got to be cooked a little. It can't be crunchy. It has to be just a little bit. Um, a little bit north of mushy. 
Make sense? Yeah, I, mean, I hear you. Can't be It has to be a little bit north of mushy, so it's not just like crumbling when you try to pick up your fork. You, you still need you still need teeth for it. Yeah, you're but, not just yeah. But you're, yeah, yeah, it's you're not, not you're, you're, Billy's you fucking diaper you're looking at. Yeah, hundred percent. Quarter piece. Oh fuck. Oh, I, I, you know what? Corn. Cause you get, you get sweet corn in a can, like, or whatever you want to cook it out. Like if you get in a can or whatever it is, I, I would, I would have to go corn with the gravy on it and put it with the mash. It's, with no, the mash. I, yeah. With I the mash. Really the peas, peas, peas are, peas are just, they're, I don't know if there's enough taste in them. Peas like are good, there. but it, but not on this plate. You need the corn to mash to put into your mash and gravy. Yeah. It goes better with the gravy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sweet potatoes with the marshmallows are top or candied pecans or fuck fuck yams. Uh, I'm more of a fuck yam kind of guy. Uh, they're okay. Actually, you know what? If there's nothing on them, I'm better off that way. I don't mind those at all. Like, no topping. Sweet- no topping, a little, yeah, and uh, and yams are one of those things that you, they're, uh, they come into the factory, you got to eat a little shit to make the gravy taste good, so you put some gravy on top of, of the yam as well, like, I don't mind the yam at all, like, I don't mind those at all. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I, but, I, I, but with anything on them, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm good. I, people who dress stuff up, I remember my grandma, she used to make this uh, green jelly thing for holidays and i don't know what the fuck was going on there was awful like i never ate it it would look terrible so i just figured it was terrible and my uh, other cousins they, they would eat it but uh i was like no i'm good so um i don't mind a uh, sweet potato yam whatever they want to be called like just, just play right so i don't mind them playing yeah okay give us some heavy hitters there Uh oh pumpkin pie or anything else oh i like a pumpkin pie I could probably pumpkin pie. I like could I eat. I could eat an like on Thanksgiving. I could eat an entire pumpkin pie by myself. Like it, I see it, a lot of them. It wouldn't even. It, I wouldn't even fucking have to unbuckle my belt. Like I'm eating that whole thing. <laughs> oh, I like pumpkin pie a lot. You don't have to save room for pumpkin pie. There's always no. Room. I'll just keep eating it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll, I'll like and, and that and that's one of the things actually we were having some wings over over, over at uh at mojo's tonight and i'm not a big like i won't eat myself to a into oblivion like when i when, when i'm full i'll quit like i don't want to feel shitty afterwards i don't want to feel bloated and gross or anything else and but pumpkin pie i can inhale one and it, i it doesn't it doesn't affect my uh my 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 uh my stature, i guess yeah that doesn't because <laughs> i see uh a lot of things on the america or american friends like peach cobbler and that kind of thing is a big too thing heavy for, too yeah heavy. with the with the with the pastry and everything like the that whipped cream yeah. and everything else no no it's too much so you don't pumpkin put whipped cream pie. on your pumpkin pie no of course i do yeah miracle whip oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> turkey or ham turkey is there turkey. any room for ham? No, turkey. Turkey, turkey, turkey. Because all, all the goodness that comes with turkey, the skin, the dressing, the, the, the gravy, all of it, turkey, 100%. And, I, and, and dark meat. And dark meat, 100%. Like, it's, oh I, oh, I love turkey. You're all dark meat? When you go in, like, it's all dark meat? Like, you take off oh, the yeah. egg and stuff? Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. That, fuck that breast stuff. And no, I don't, I don't eat white meat. 
<laughs> it's all right. It's one of those things that does with gravy, I guess, right? And, and, okay, so well, we'll get to that, too. Um, what <laughs> what meal is better? Uh, the the leftovers the day after the sandwich or the main event, eating it hot? Well, so you're talking the next day turkey bun, uh, a hot a hot turkey sandwich. You're talking that kind of stuff? Yeah. Oh. What, what tastes better? The Leftovers next day, whole- the next day, hot turkey sandwich. And I'll, I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. This is this is this is hot news right here. I'll tell you why. Because the next day, you, you take it out of the fridge. You're you're by yourself. You can load up whatever you want. You pick and choose, and no one's looking at you, right? So you grab a little bit of this, and you grab a leftover of this, and you grab a little bit of that, and you put it on the plate by yourself. And there isn't Grandma Martha over here and Uncle Billy over here and Grant and Auntie Susie over here. And you just sit there because you're not now you're actually relaxed, right? And you can have a meal by yourself. And you and nobody's no no one's biting your ear. It's the exact same meal, but the relaxation level that you have having that meal makes it better. Because there's always so much going on, right? Whether you like your family or don't like your family, there is always so much going on. And uh, that's why the next day meal is so much better. I, I I hear what you're saying, and you know it's it's always dependent on the guest list. But you're right that that hot turkey sandwich with a little bit of stuffing and mashed potatoes, a little on the white side. bread on the bottom of her, or oh, Wonder Bread, or whatever it might bet. be brown. If you're brown or bread, first, a, whatever it is. Or even some dinner rolls, whatever. Oh, that's nice. No, even you, you get a you get a you get a roll, a roll, and you get the gravy on and the oh, because the roll's good in, in but the 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 meat and the bread underneath inside that, and then the roll that dips the gravy like we were talking about a few weeks ago with the uh, KFC. That's yeah. it right there, and there's but, nobody around. There's but even no the one next- around. And minimal cleanup. So now you can actually sit <laughs> yeah, and enjoy your meal yeah. because when you when you when you make a, a big meal for Thanksgiving or Christmas, whatever it might be, the entire time you're eating, you're not revved up, but you're worked up thinking, now nah, I gotta clean this motherfucker. Right? But the next day there's one plate because you put everything back in the fridge. And you know and, what the best thing is? I might I might get to have one, one another one an hour from now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not even the hot turkey. Having the 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 dinner roll with just some some nicely sliced turkey. Oh little yeah. Slab of, little slab of mayonnaise, a little piece of cheddar pepper. cheese. Oh pepper, yeah. Pepper. Fucking close that thing out. It takes you about thirty seconds to make it. And thirty and seconds to one. eat it. Yep. Yeah, I'll make one again. Just keep them keep them buns down. Up. No one's bugging you. Yeah, and just with Crumbs a glass on of your milk. shirt. Who cares? You bet. <laughs> the, the the versatility and convenience of those leftovers are and no one around money especially with a couple days like at christmas we don't have it here um with our thanksgiving because it's a work day the next day but like i can only imagine the snack and that's going on tomorrow and eating just because it's there right now because some of those crazy fucking americans they have their fucking lunch at two right now <laughs> Uncle Jethro's on his fucking fourth helping his, his 23 Miller Light Someone's in a fucking on the couch with their hand on their pants, Al Bundy. Jethro's on right his now. fucking 23rd fucking Miller Light right now. 
wonder where he can get his where's all his turkey buns and then uh, yeah and then mom's yelling the game's still on there's still two minutes of the game we gotta get going it's time the to go i need a turkey button where then the kids are fucking running around and oh, looking for their jackets and everything else yeah. oh yeah it's get a lot stuff i don't want to go oh we should talk like that <laughs> last one last one <laughs> last one would you rather cook it or clean it Cook it. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without oh a man! Because cooking, like, you could you can uh, kind of run that operation yourself a little bit, and then the cleanup crew can be like four or five people. I uh, went to my grandparents' re- uh, house forever. I never once even fucking picked up a fork to help clean up. I <laughs> no fuck. I hated it. Like I do it like here, obviously later. But oh man, like when it's even like it, and now it's kind of spilled into my adulthood that uh, I just don't. Like it's just one of those, and, and it's expected that I just don't like. I might go to my sister's place. It's just I, I just don't, I, I hate it. Like I'll do it here, but when I'm a guest, I'm not cleaning up. Fuck that. You'll bring your plate to the sink. Maybe. <laughs> you're Maybe. right, royalty. When you're there, are you? Well, the thing is, is, is you set yourself up, and and I, I'm I'm slimy this way, and I, I it's and I don't know if I if I subconsciously do this or consciously do it. I will set myself up knowing okay, if, if I trap myself in at this chair at the table, I can't get out. So it's going to get, cause th- th- they'll sit, they'll sit, they'll sit and th- they won't move. So I'm against the wall or whatever. I will set myself up so I can't help. I got to inconvenience other people to stand up. I hate it. I fucking hate doing dishes. I think it's one of those things. Cause I, I walked dishes when I was a kid, um, I washed dishes when I was a kid uh, growing up in my grandparents' restaurant. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to help out doing this ever again. I'm not going to wash dishes. I'm good. I'll wash my own and that's it. But washing other people's dishes, I'm just really, really not into doing that. And it's one of those things that you, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I just never liked, uh, and cooking, I, I like cooking. I, I So that, that's kind of one of those things. Like, yeah, I know, like, I know, like, you know what, like, I just told you, I'm not a, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a, a cleaner. Are you a, you're, are you a cooker, are you a cleaner, or are you like... Oh, I'm 100% cleaner, but, like, you know, and this is something that uh, my wife and I have gotten figured out quite early in our relationship, because even though I was a cooker and she was a cleaner, I left a hell of a mess, like, because I'm not, I'm cooking, I don't have to clean. But now as I cook, I'm much more aware of how much tidier I can be when I'm cooking. So that's, that's, that's what it is. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly tidy now. Where's back in the day. I just fucking left it. It looks like Swedish. A, a, a shit all yeah, exactly. Smorgish, smorgish shit on the wall. No, I, uh, like, the end, like, there's shit. times when like I cook, like I, I, I'm one of those guys like for like, say just a, not, not obviously not a, like a, a huge meal, but if it's like just me and her for dinner, like, I'll get every ingredient out that the recipe calls for. You know what I mean? Like whatever, whatever I'm trying to cook that night and I'll put it on the counter. And then as I use it, I'll put it away. Right. And, and it's just easy for me that way. There, there's times where there, I, she cooks something and there's shit fucking everywhere. But then there's other times she cooks and the place is already clean by the time we're eating. 
Like it's, it, it, I don't know. Like, but yeah, I'm, but there's like, I, but I, I leave a mess. Like there, there's shit everywhere. Everything's put away, but it's a mess. But then the pots, right? You know, and I do. Oh yeah, I don't like. Them, yeah, like, uh, like just pots and shit and piles and. Uh, but you know, many ha- I do I do pitch in, but like once the the plates are in the dishwasher, and the foods in its uh, in its containers in the fridge, then I bail. That's when I bail. When's the proper time to bail? Like from the house or from the cleanup duty? From the cleanup duty. When you think you've done your part. See, I showed up and I ate. That's the fucking my part right there. Because you were a guest, right? Yeah, I'm a guest. I'm not fucking. I just it's totally. I, you know, at, at minimum, it's like, hey, is there anything I can do to help? No, you just sit and relax. Gone. Ghost. Like Roadrunner. Oh, um, right now. <laughs> I'm going to go get the good seat on the couch before. And I'll, I'll, I'll lean in with sodium heat. <laughs> and then they know I don't want to help. So I'm going to make their life miserable by helping. Yeah, by just standing there and getting mm. in the way. Either Where does way. this go? Where does this go? Where, just leave it. Just go. Okay. Okay. Gone. That's it. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's, it's quite funny how the, the <coughs> family dynamics turn out and everything else. Dave, uh, that was a, that was a lot of fun talking about. Uh, and happy Thanksgiving to all our friends down south. For uh, you know everybody who listens and talks and all our friends that we've made in in the podcast family that we uh, we have a lot of good friends that we've made over the last uh, couple three years doing this thing. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody who's uh, and I hope you guys have a great tough. Uh, great great friday don't go black friday shopping stay at home watch football watch some hockey everything else basketball if you're into it and uh, don't get go out and and, uh, and and get go to a bar and have some fun and get turkey dump once again that's my advice to you well that was last night the turkey dump and like tomorrow is uh retribution day just make up for it get a goose get a goose get yourself a nice thanksgiving goose Get yourself a night. There's a behind the scenes story on that one, anyways, Dave. Uh, hey, Dave, uh, are you? Are, uh, have, I know Kaylee's going away this weekend. Have you changed your mind about the uh, Fort McClellan Santa Claus parade? What is that again? Saturday. No. You haven't, Dave. <laughs> no. 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 You know, my kid knows Santa Claus isn't thing uh, a thing, and you know, just. No, well, we're gonna find some shit to do. I might take him to, uh, I don't know where I'm gonna take him, but not to Fort McLeod. You might, uh, you might see some, some fun out there, Fort McLeod. On uh, tw- who, who doesn't like a parade? Me, like, I like what's the, what's the, what's the uh, yeah. parade? I haven't, yeah, parades. Yeah, I, I, Damn it. I'm gonna go because I'm it's supposed to be one of those things or whatever it is. Well, you're, think- a, you're a good son. I am the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Take care of each other, more importantly, take, take care of yourself. Speed year round, keep your stick on the ice. And uh, what else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches, Jimmy. There you go. Don't, uh, don't help clean up. You're, you're, you're a guest and uh, just leave. Well, just figure it out. Find your thing. Okay. Don't be rude. Be is polite. that a dick move? Is it, okay? Is this a dick move? You've shoveled in the last bowl <laughs> of, of mash and gravy. Stand up and leave. Yeah, I gotta go. Oh, oh yeah. Like, like leave the house now, or leave to get the good seat on the couch. 
No, like the house. Yeah, like a yeah, restaurant. Oh, yeah, that takes a special kind of boldness if you're at somebody's house. What if you, what if, this might be a last call thing, what if going in, you say, listen, I got to go somewhere, like I've got a thing, blah, blah, going in, and lie, lie through your fucking teeth, <laughs> lie through your teeth. Say, like just say I gotta be on the road at like listen, I got it like I, I promised fucking Scotty that I'd be at his house for fucking dessert at fucking 7 30. And you put the last fucking fork full of fucking food into your yap at 7.22. Gone. Is that a I dick mean, move? And lie uh, and be lying completely just because you don't want the, 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 the post-game festivities, you don't want the conversations afterwards, and you don't want to help clean. Is that a dick move? If nobody finds out, is that a dick move? Oh, it's a complete dick move. Because if you're just going, because I well, you know, it depends. It, it, it will depend on your family dynamic. Because I gotta guess now, um, that there's, you know, you just sit around, have a cocktail or two. The football games are over, maybe playing some cards. The kids are downstairs playing video games and fucking around. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but that's how I envision the the Thanksgivings of my youth. We don't have it as like like the amount of people at Thanksgiving has severely diminished from when I was a young kid. Like it seemed like it was like 15, 20 people at the table all the time back when i was a kid but now there's not now there's 10 yeah so so i don't know and the kids the cousins and shit like that my my son only has two cousins in town his other cousins live overseas that's different so yeah it is different yeah so yeah i don't know but you know a dick move as a 19 year old i can totally see it yeah if you're not if you're in your 19 to 25 uh, it, you're okay. You're supposed to be a dick. You're supposed to be a selfish dick. So I'll, I'll, I'll overlook it. I'm out. Any chance <laughs> I get, I'm fucking gone. Yeah, but once you have, once you get to past the age of thirty, then uh, then you're a dick. Oh Jesus! I've been a dick all these years. Well, I guess I kind of knew that one coming to this conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. That. Yeah, I, I, don't biggest, dis- biggest, I don't dislike it, but I'm like I'm good. I like sitting around and playing cards, so I'll sit around and play cards all night. I like doing that with some music in the background. Oh, yeah, I don't mind tough. that. And doing some visiting. No, I don't. I I like that. that I like that. That's that is a, a, a very enjoyable part for me. Is sitting around and playing cards. Depends who it is. Well, it's your family, right? Some families. <laughs> I'm not thinking about the family at all. No, I understand. Four beers worth talking a whole lot more. Have a good weekend, folks. We'll talk to you on Monday night. Happy Thanksgiving, Americans, and we'll see you guys in a couple of days. Have a good weekend. She said that I-